Thanksgiving is more than just a holiday. It's a time where we pack our bags, take the long drive to our families' homes to share time, memories, and food around the kitchen table. It's the time of year where we truly gather in one another's homes, decorating and enjoying each other's company. It's a time to feel incredibly grateful for the blessings in life. And the Sharp Mortgage family wishes you and your family the warmest and best Thanksgiving. If they can help you in buying a home this month, please know that you're in the best care with their team. Contact Ashley with the Sharp Mortgage team with an email, ashley at sharploans.com, S-H-A-R-P-E loans.com, ashley at sharploans.com. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Time to talk real estate with our guy, Blake Ginther, who... You know, we, we, we do record these videos, Blake, but most people are listening in an audio format, so they can't see. But we, we were we were talking, look, we are in November, no shave November, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're sporting a new look a little bit. And oh. I you, you said, I was saying a little bit, little bit more salt to go with that pepper because, uh, you know, you and I are getting old. We're in our 40s. And uh, you, you, look, you look distinguished, man. You look like you know things. People know that you know things because you're on this podcast and you spit a lot of good real estate knowledge. But now you, now you look the part even more, man. You really do. Oh yeah. Captain Whitebeard, uh, you know, <laughs> a young Santa, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a young Santa. Look at you. I wonder if this is what young Santa looked like before he became the, the Santa that we all know today. <laughs> but tis the season for me to get work on my Santa bod. Here we go. Yeah. Well, around the corner. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe we can get some, uh, if, if there's any like beard, butter, beard, cream, uh, beard gel companies that are local, only local companies that, mm-hmm. uh, want, want to sponsor our real estate podcast. We'll, uh, we'll gladly take the call. So, yeah. all right, man, let's, let's get into some real estate conversation here and let's begin with kind of a market update. You know, we were, we were kind of talking beforehand, trying to navigate a little bit about some of the national rhetoric is is not as much doom and gloom as it has been. Now I still see stories out there about, you know, real estate market prices are are falling um and I think that's that's kind of misleading. We've gotten into this before. Like real estate prices going down just means that they're not increasing at the same rate that they were. Um, yeah, for sure so, for us. I I mean yeah. I think and that's why I asked you I'm like, do you watch I don't watch uh, a lot of national news. So I I don't I can't say if they're still talking about it like the clip that they were six months ago. Um, and I think we're fortunate to live where we live. I mean, um, fortunate depending on how you look at it. Uh, if you're a buyer, it would be easier to buy in other locations. Uh, North, South Carolina, Georgia, the, uh, you know, the Southeast is definitely strong. Uh, more people are moving here than moving away. And jobs, uh, likewise, are, are more moving here than, um, than not. And uh, and and so I think the the housing market in our area has not changed much. Uh, the la- from an inventory perspective, so it, it hasn't. It hasn't. So from an inventory perspective, it hasn't. We're still at two months inventory um, below that in certain price points, slightly above that in certain price points and locations. Um, so I do think that like under three twenty five, the market's still very competitive. And um, and only reason why it's not selling is if you were ambitious uh, and your condition is really not lovely. Uh, 325 to 450 ish is probably the softest um, price point until you get above 750. Because, um, and I think it's a variety of reasons. I think interest rates really hurt that buyer. 
think down payments. Um, and so that's probably our softest price point and four, 450 to 750 is pretty strong. Um, and new construction might be a big player, frankly, in that because there's not a lot of new construction sub 400. And, right. and so that's why I think in that four to, to 400 to 500 range, there's more, a lot more. And, it, and it's a product, frankly, Adam, that was like 200 to 300 a couple years ago. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you mentioned more people moving to North Carolina than are moving away. And that's, that is certainly true. In fact, if you were to go, I believe to the fastest growing cities right now in the U S I think two of the top 10 are Charlotte and Raleigh, um, in the entire nation. And we're not here to talk about Charlotte and Raleigh real estate, which is, which is crazy, but how much, how much of that overflow could potentially come to the triad? Oh, it, it is. It has, and it's going to continue to, because um, their prices. So we talk about how properties have gained 35%, um, some, you know, between 30 to 40% equity increase since COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you owned a $100,000 house. Uh, it's very plausible that that $100,000 house is 150 uh, or, or better, right? So you gained 50% equity in that case, right? Um, mm-hmm. In in the triangle in particular, in Raleigh in particular, property values have gone up 500% in a lot of cases. Um, so it's that's that's crazy, right? That hundred thousand dollar house and that and that is now five hundred. What? So yeah, it's um, the triangle is definitely. I do think their market's going to soften a little bit because that's just too much, right? That um, and inventory is starting to pick up a little bit in the triangle in Charlotte. Um, but our price, since we never went crazy like that, um, we're, I think, a little typical Winston, typical triad, we're staying a little more steady. Yeah. And, and you know, it, to me, it's frustrating. It has to be for someone like you, because I see some of these national headlines about prices drop the most in 20 years. And it's, it's a national real estate headline, mm. but sometimes they come from local sources because they're just aggregating from yeah. Nash. And it's, it's frustrating to see that it really is because prices dropping are the result of places where people aren't moving to the, the most expensive places in America, Northern California, New York City, yep. as more and more people have more flexibility with their jobs and they can work remotely and, and go to where, where cost of living is much more feasible. They'll, they'll move out of places like that and move to places like North Carolina, right? And so it's so important that people don't take what they see in the national news and the headlines to... It, it's apples and oranges when you compare it to what's happening here. So that's the point that we're trying to make, right? Oh, 100%. And, and you, you saying that made me think of a, an agent, a local agent um, posted... Uh, something about like 180 price reductions in our market out of, you know, and in the local, in the triad. And I just remember um, commenting that that is a very misleading stat. Yes. Um, and, and what I said is um, I, I would tell you, and I went and looked and it was like 40% of the price reductions were new construction. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they weren't even finished yet. They just realized that they were being, um, you know, as the kids say, greedy, two letters. Uh, and, uh, and so it, it, and they're, and they're realizing also their costs, some of their costs have come down a little bit. So they, they made an adjustment because they could, um, not, not all costs, but some, uh, costs lumber for sure is one of them. Um, so I do think that, uh, and that was more 
production builders, right? Large scale production builders is where um, is where a lot of those price reductions came from. So then the other thing is OfferPad and the national guys, man, they have lost their shirt in the triad. They thought they could buy a house for two seventy five, do nothing, and sell it for three fifty. Nope, that's not our market. We don't see that equity increase, um, and so. So they end up buying a lot of houses for two seventy five, doing nothing and selling it for two ninety. But after you pay, out, take out the commissions and the and the taxes and all, they made nothing. Uh, yeah. try it, and that's why there's still some price reductions. A fair amount of them are those national uh, companies. Yeah, ain't, ain't nobody crying at river for. But I just yeah. wanted to point out that this whole like, well, the, there's a lot of more price reductions. Eh, the majority of those price reductions are, are not real. Yeah. Read, read inside, go, go deeper into the data than just what you see in a sentence or a headline with the very first statistic. And and you're right. I mean, I, I don't drive around all parts of the triad and, and look at this to have a, a clear knowledge, but I do know in, in the areas where I typically commute, I see far fewer of the open door and, and other signs out front when people are selling yeah you're gonna see a lot less i think i mean they, they just didn't it just doesn't go well in our market because we're because we're just a little more conservative than some of the bigger cities that they've yeah. been able to i do want to say one last thing and if, if you are a owner of a home and you saw that your neighbor uh listed their house for 300 and they sold for 375 um you know in basically may or earlier um if they listed their home for 300 and it sold for 375, that was demand driving that price point up, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't, um, it was just the market at that time, the inventory was so low and there was such high demand because interest rates hadn't gone up yet that, that it went bonanza. It was, a, it was crazy. That, that doesn't necessarily mean that your home is worth 375. If, if, you know, but chances are, if, if you're in this situation, you've probably bought, if you bought more than a couple of years ago, in the low twos, right? Yeah. You yeah. you probably have a lot of equity. Just don't come into it thinking you're going to get three seventy five because your your neighbor Bob got three seventy five. Yep. Think about where neighbor Bob listed, and I bet you if your home is comparable, you can get at or slightly above where where they listed, not where they sold, because yeah. the sold price was demand. Does that make you know what I mean? Does that make I sense? know exactly what you mean? If if people you know, it's the difference between what your home will appraise for versus what it'll sell for. That's right. And oh, and nothing appraised. I mean, very, there were a lot of appraisal issues pre, pre-May of this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the last, in 2021, all the way through May because of demand driving up prices so quickly without there being comparables yeah. for it. Uh, yeah. Now we have a lot of comparables, right? And that yeah. 375 is a comp, but you're like, well, I, it's a comp. I can appraise for it. And it's like, can you get it? Probably not. It, you know, your home is worth what someone will pay for it. Bingo. <laughs> That's Bingo. the value. That's the value is what someone will pay for it. As the season changes here in the triad, so does the feeling of being outdoors. The humidity lessens, the mosquitoes start to disappear. It's just more comfortable. But as those things drop, so do the temperatures. So how do you make sure you can still enjoy being outside? Well, here's a solution. How about a screened in porch with a fireplace? I feel more relaxed just reading that sentence. Our friends at Icon Custom Builders have been transforming homes in the triad since 2005 and can help clients enjoy their homes year round. 
through all seasons. Whatever is on your wish list, large or small, Icon can help. You dream it, and their full-service design-build team can turn it into reality by guiding you through every step of the process. Just visit their website, IconCustomBuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. You know, we, we've seen interest rates climbing as and we've, we've been in this conversation before you know it's it's a way to combat inflation and steady the real estate market and so interest rates have have climbed as we anticipated that they would um inventory is not quite back to where it is in a level market still leaning towards sellers but it's 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 gone up um so you know because of that blake you would you would agree right that it's more competitive now uh, there, there are sellers competing for fewer buyers out there. Correct? Uh, yes. Than, than before. That is correct. Yeah. I mean, if you price right and you, um, and you do the right things, right? You take, you take down the photos. You paint the, you know, paint in the areas that need it. You, heaven forbid, clean up. Right? You're gonna get. You're gonna sell, and you're gonna, you're gonna like the number. Like again, if you're comparing it to the absolute peak craziness, you might be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Um. But if you compare it to where they listed, you can feel like, dang, I got a lot of equity. I mean, most people have 30 to 40% equity just in the last two years alone. So um, yes, I mean, and I'm, I'm comfortable prognosticating into Q1 and saying, I believe that, that this market is going to remain very similar, if not even slightly better possibly in Q1, depending on interest rates. Honestly, mm -hmm. it all depends on if they stay where they are. And I think the government has seen, now that we're starting to see the slowdown, the reports just coming out that inflation is indeed slowing down. I don't think the need to continue to raise the rates is there, but obviously don't drop them either, right? Just, yeah. I, I think keep them in the, where they are right now as we're doing this. They were in the low sevens, they dropped temporarily into the mid sixes. I think anywhere between six and a half and seven and a quarter, you are going to keep demand, um, uh, you know, you're going to slow demand. Yeah. And as a reminder, we like to say this phrase on, on almost every show, date the rate, marry the home. That's it. <laughs> that is it. And, and yeah. a lot of people are getting arms to combat it because they feel like they're going to refi. And a lot of people are betting that the rates will be back into the fives, maybe the fours, but probably the fives here in a year or two or three. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I don't think we're going to see threes, twos, threes, fours. So if you are in a home that no longer fits you, um, then you should really look at making the change. Because I honestly do believe that rate that values are going to continue to go up, right? Mm -hmm. They're just going to go up slower. Yep. They'll continue to go up and the rates shouldn't, well, hopefully won't change significantly enough to offset those increases. That's so, right. Okay. So... To, to go back to what I said about it's more competitive out there now for sellers in terms of, look, I mean, you back back uh, in spring and summer of 21, you could you could just put a, a sign up in front of your house, not do a thing to your home, and you'd get double-digit offers within 24 hours. Yep. Uh, not the case anymore. And so people are having to find that people have to find ways to gain an edge in the market and and convince buyers that this is this is something that they should uh, bid on and maybe bid on above asking. So I want to I want to ask you about something that that I know that your group is marketing right now, which is called the the renovate now pay later as a way for people to 
uh, strategically finance improvements to the home that are going to help them to be more competitive in the market when they go to sell. So uh, with that, maybe just kind of provide some context on, on how this works and, and why why you think it's it's such a valuable thing. So, I mean, it just depends on everybody's situation. Um, first of all, you know, the pay, the, the, the people might go, well, when's later? Later would be at close, right? Later. And so this is for folks who are looking to sell. Um, and I think that we're going to be running all kinds of ad campaigns and people might go, oh, I don't, I don't want to sell. I go, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm, we're not intending to be the bank per se, but what we are intending to be is to be the connector from uh, basically, uh, you know, the, the tapper inner of your equity. <laughs> we want to help you tap into your equity. Um, and all of you have equity. If you have owned the home for more than two plus years, we just talked about all the equity you've gained, but there's probably more uh, to be had if you are willing or able to make renovations. Um, you know, there was a Wall Street Journal ad of several years ago that I used all the time. At that time, I believe they said, if the average person spent $5,000, they would make $15,000 back on their, on their home. Um, I think that number is probably doubled. I think if you would spend $10,000, you would probably make 20 to 30,000 additional on your property. And back to what we just said, you can now appraise. For the next six to 12 months, you can probably appraise because there's these phenomenal comps as of you know Q1 and Q2 of this year. So basically all, but you do need to be in good shape. We're almost back to that 2019 market where condition matters a lot. So I'm just wanting to help people um, who maybe don't have $10,000 floating around to renovate or, or they do, but they don't after they buy a property. Um, and so they, you know, if they, they're going to go spend $60,000 on the down payment of their purchase. Now they don't have the $10,000 to renovate their kitchen, um, you know, put in new countertops and a backsplash and change some, a few light fixtures. So we help folks with the, the, the what, what they should potentially look at renovating to gain the best bucks um, for, for, you know, gain the, the best bang for their buck um, with the buyer market out there. And then we help folks by bridge that gap. Um, if they have an equity line or if they have the cash, they don't need us to do, to do but they might want to still utilize our opinion. And we can obviously would love to help in that regard. But some folks really do need the help uh, monetarily, and we we do provide it. Now, of course, people go, "Why would you do that?" Well, there is a a, a slight you know fee that would be added on to the closing, um, but ultimately, Adam, honestly, we we've done this now almost more than two handfuls of time for our clients. They net out so much more money. I yeah. mean, like way more money. And candidly, it's for the amount added time that we spend. <laughs> we aren't necessarily doing, we aren't doing this to, to gain extra money. We would happily just list a home, but they will be missing out on equity more often than not. Yeah. And, you know, and like, like you said, in terms of netting out in the long run, you're not spending the $10,000 to renovate just to get 10,000 more in your purchase price. That wouldn't make any sense. So, you know, what, what are we, this is going back to a, a, a much older podcast, but what are some of the things that people will tend to use that $10,000 for that will help them to get a, a really, a much better return on, on that investment when the sale closes? Yeah, I think the most uh, affordable are, are light fixtures. Light mm -hmm. fixtures make a big difference. Um, I think, uh, no doubt, countertops, 
backsplashes in kitchens, um, countertops in bathrooms, um, paint. Paint is, you know, light fixtures and paint are one and two. Yeah. Um, but, but no doubt, I mean, I just met with a, a seller a couple weeks ago who could probably make an extra fifteen dollars to $20,000 if they redid their countertops and backsplash um, because they've done light fixtures and they have painted. But those countertops uh, and that backsplash are a time capsule. And, and everything else looks great except them. So for about five grand, they can make minimum 15 more. Minimum. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, they, are, are, they are going ahead and doing it even though they're not sure if they're going to sell right this moment. The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals, such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging, particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement? As a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kid's college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located in Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com. Jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. So again, just to just to break it down, in that scenario that you're talking about, spend five grand to do light fixtures or countertop backsplash and netting out 15 you're basically loaning them the money the 5 grand or you're or you're just paying for it i don't know how that works and then um and then at the end of the day you subtract that from whatever their equity is at, at sale. How, how does the, I'm, yes. I'm really what asking the just to get into the minutiae the, yeah. the of the yeah. transaction. It's, it's no, I mean, I think this is a kind of the, the common question, right? Is, well, how's that work is first of all, we pay directly to the contractor, right? Okay. So, so it does, um, we would pay the bill directly to the contractor and then um, we get reimbursed at closing. And it depends on how much, Money is how much the additional um, commission is, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that is, it's whether it's, I honestly couldn't tell you right this moment what those delineations are. I think it's maybe below 10,000 is blank and above 10,000 yeah. is blank and above another number is blank. And that, commi- um, and that commission is because you guys are doing the work to help to set up these contractors to do the work, correct? Cor- correct, correct. Yeah. And, and, and which is line, a huge, which is a huge burden off of somebody's shoulders. <laughs> well, con- getting contractors is a challenge right now. We, yes. we provide a lot of um, work for them, so they typically answer our call and are a little quicker. Um, and the work, um, you know, is, is done with 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 knowing that we're going to be behind it, right, and see it. Um, now, I want to be clear: we are not the contractor. 
I do not, there's not an upcharge. There are agents who, who literally have a contracting company. Um, and I have thought about it, but I am not that guy right now. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right. So that, that makes sense. I was just, I, I was trying to put, uh, connect the dots in terms of how the, the transaction actually works, which is ma- makes life even better because um, I, I go back to when we did some of that stuff, when we sold our property with, with you guys and, um, you know, we did, we, we painted the entire house basically, um, cause it was empty. And, and so we, we painted the entire house, something that would be visually attractive when people walked in and, um, did some work on the outside as well. And, you know, you, you guys, you guys offered to, to help and say, we can line all this up for you. We can do this because, you know, it's, you, you got enough stuff going on in your life. Let us deal with the, or with organizing the work of the contractors and making the calls and scheduling and all that kind of stuff. Paint colors, all the fun stuff yeah. that, you know, that it's our job, frankly, to know what buyers want. Um, yep. and, and I want to also say one last thing. We are super transparent with these, with any extra and people go, oh, well, of course they'll do it. They're going to make more money. We're going to provide options. That's all we do. Right. And I think I value that is my number one mantra in real estate is, we are not salespeople, we are option providers, yeah. right? And, and we will give you all of the different options. And if you ask me what I would do if it were my home, I will provide that answer. Um, more often than not, I, I have literally made the renovations myself. And, and so I often believe that that's the right choice. But do you go the full money? Do you go in the middle? Do you do very little? Do you do nothing? What, are, what does that all look like? And what is, it, what is the bottom line to you from a monetary perspective? We're super transparent in that. That's, that's why you're referred to as agents and not salespeople. That's right. Right? Yeah. That's, what, yeah. that's what agents do. It's funny. Do. It's, you know, we used to be sales. The salesperson was the, was the license. And now we're brokers. Um, and that brokers. Is, that's better. Yeah, yeah, that's better. We broker, broker the deal. Um, in this case, there might be broker, a lot of brokering between contractors and, <laughs> you know, but, but it's the, what's, what's best for every client varies and, and it's, it's what's best for you. We just provide the options and you choose. Yeah, that's great. It, it's, it's such a helpful service. And, and, and again, I'd like to just kind of close with this, which is, you know, you explaining the the value of something like this, and, and whether they do this program or not, but the value of doing those little renovations, not just to maximize your, your sale price, but to gain that competitive edge right now, how important that is. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, there's some, um, there's some great listings that we have that are getting a lot of inter- uh, attraction, uh, but aren't, and the average days on market as we're doing this is about 17, 18 days, um, gone up from like three or four, right? Yeah. To 17, 18, it's still less than a month. Um, and man, I do think that the competitive edge, to your point, Adam, a hundred percent is going to start to matter more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, Blake. Fantastic stuff as always, my man. Um, let's let's end with on the uh, the options, the options, right, for people to uh, to reach you. So yeah, they can call us at 336-283-8689, 283-8689, or they can visit us at the ginthergroup.com thegintergroup.com and uh email us or text us all that good stuff okay all right we will uh have that info in the show notes as well for for people that want to access that through their uh mobile device so all right man take care of that beard okay yeah man i will i will beard beard butter beard butter (laughs) 
Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.